0: Hello and welcome back to Say Radio Marin. I'm your host, Kimberly Escobar, joined with your co-host, Annalie Reyes. And on today's show we have a special guest, Lindsay Smith. And today she will be talking about her journey in Peace Corp and her trip going to Belize and where where it has led her now and her volunteer work within the community. Would you like to introduce yourself, Lindsay?
1: Hi, my name is Lindsay Smith.
0: Um, thank you for having me on the show today. Thank you. Okay, so before we get started, we're going to go with a little icebreaker question, and my question for today is, what is your favorite summer snack? Who wants to go first? Lindsay? Um.
1: Okay, I'll answer with watermelon, even though I've only had, like, watermelon once this summer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. <laughs> or smoothies. Smoothies
2: i would say the same thing for me personally i really love watermelon with tajin oh yeah it just Mm. it melts in my mouth (laughs) i don't know why it's just Mm -hmm. so good spice it up it's a good combination that it's very unique from other fruits with tajin Mm. personally Mm -hmm. so yeah i would say
0: that okay i would say smoothies as well and then recently like every week Every like few days I've been eating a lot of mochi balls, the vanilla ones, but not from like any store, just from, um, the Asian market. But yeah, Mm. I always just go there. I should
2: try out. You should take me there.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Wait, have you been there? No. The Asian market? Mm -mm. So you buy Whole Foods. Those were really popular in college. Yeah. And it's like the mochi balls are like authentic because it's like made specifically. (laughs)
2: Um, <laughs> I should definitely check it out,
0: yeah, they're really good. okay, <laughs> so now we'll get started on our questions for Lindsay, and before we get started, as we mentioned, she's a part of Peace Corps. Can you describe what that is and how you got involved?
1: Um, so the Peace Corps is basically an organization that was um so as far as as far as my research has gone. An organization um, in coalition with the government, the United States government that was started um, back um, with teamwork with Kennedy, President Kennedy, um, and meant to like strengthen bonds with other countries and to serve. Um, Nowadays, it's meant to serve and helps a lot of um, young professionals gain experience in other international countries that are quite different from the United States. Um, and I think I heard about it in college, but I always wanted to do an international, um, like work internationally and work abroad um, since I was in like middle school. And this just happened to be one that I um, was educated, like heard about a little bit more throughout college and from friends. Um, so that's the one that I applied for first.
2: Thank you for um, describing a little bit more about Peace Corps. <laughs> I think I've heard of it before, but... Um, yeah, me too,
0: but I can't really...
2: But I can't remember if I did or not, but it does sound interesting. I was just wondering, have you ever studied abroad in your college years, or is this your first time going out in a country and volunteering?
1: Um, so I never studied abroad, Um I knew people that studied abroad in junior college and also in um, when I transferred for college. But sometimes you would try to get out of those programs because they were com- pretty much completely funded by the student themselves, and I didn't have the funds for that. Um, otherwise, I would have jumped at the opportunity. And also, um, with health majors, it can be kind of hard to find. Study abroad programs.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, I can tell you from experience (laughs) (laughs) because I'm planning to study abroad next year. And I have to, like, freshman year was my goal to study abroad. But then Mm -hmm. I realized I needed one year planning ahead. Mm -hmm. And so I was just planning it out. And since I was pre med, I had to do all my prereqs Mm -hmm. before, like, going to study abroad just to make sure I'm a good timeline to apply for medical school right Mm -hmm. after my graduation and then I, ha- I also had to do my prereqs for public health mm-hmm. and so I had I had to see whether or not I can make it or not to study abroad mm-hmm. and it's just very complicated but it's possible yeah. and I totally agree with the major it might be hard but this is a really cool experience Peace Corps because um, you get to volunteer Um, But do they offer you food or do you have to pay off?
1: Um, So pretty much all of your expenses are paid for, but you're supposed to live at a modest level and supposed to be pretty equal to how the average citizen in that country is living. Um, So you arrive there and they put you in a hotel. They pay for that for the first few days. Then you live with a family that um, is a host family during your pre-service training in the country. For three months, mu- for almost three months, and they're supposed to provide you with food, um, your roof over your head. Um, the Peace Corps does provide you with a bike to get around for transportation and like a really small allowance. Um, so, I mean, some people have said it's it's even pretty affordable to in some countries to live similarly to. The conditions we have in the United States, but the Peace Corps doesn't put you in those type of situations because, um, well, the average person in that country might be making less money. So um, your living conditions are supposed to be lower than here mm. um, so that you're not like supposed to be seen above everyone else that you're um, working with and helping with. But yeah, you, you'll definitely have enough food to survive um, those that are like, vegetarian or different eating um, restrictions they may have to supplement it a little bit with their own funds but that's really affordable
0: oh man I'm vegetarian so (laughs) I feel like have you do you get to like meet your family your host family before and no you just meet them that I don't think you
1: do um Mm -hmm. like I just got in messaging connection with the other volunteers like two Mm -hmm. weeks ago Mm -hmm.
0: Um, and you don't get to like text them or anything not the host family so
1: that differs sometimes from choosing your roommates in college Mm
0: -hmm. Um, yeah
1: and or it could be different than finding your own abroad volunteer program Mm -hmm. maybe you could start a connection ahead of time and maybe that's how the government kind of makes a lot of checks and balances
2: Mm -hmm. so you're
1: you're not in full autonomy
2: Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like um correct me if i'm wrong but so basically they are the ones in charge of everything you just apply and um and then you just arrive there and then they tell you um what you're you're planning to do for your volunteer.
1: Yeah, um so a lot of times it works that way with the Peace Corps and it's definitely changed a lot over the past um like 50 years. Um especially now with technology, so most countries have cell phones no matter where you are. Um And, but for, for the, the country that I'll be going to, they recently changed the ministry that they're working with and reevaluated the needs for that country. So they actually already told us what we're going to be working on. Mm -hmm. Um, But you don't know which region in the country that you'll be placed in until about a month into arriving there. Oh, so what will you be working on? So um, they're implementing or already got started implementing this YES program. Um, Youth Empowered by Sports is what it stands for. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of, it's going to be in coalition with all the schools out there. Um, so it's actually what's kind of u- unique about this country and what they're doing right now. You're not going to be in. It's not quite that... Um, it's a little bit more of an urban area typically, um, because we're not working on like I'm not working on like um, agriculture or like getting running water running water going or um, simple things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might be more where those kids are walking to the the more urban area that kids are walking to to go to school. Um, so it's kind of like being. Similar, somewhere along the lines of like athletic directors. Um, so there's there's about twenty five volunteers in my cohort, and we'll be dispersed around eight different like school districts or cities in Belize. And um, so it'll be a couple volunteers in each area, basically kind of working similar to athletic directors out there, like teaching the kids um, in school the benefits of sports and how the mental benefits. Um, so it's a little bit along the lines of, um, health education combined mm-hmm. with, um, really getting them to gain their confidence through sports and see, um, really discover their potential because you're going to be traveling all over the, the country for, um, competitions mm-hmm. and really bringing these kids, um, talents to the forefront and you know who knows they could be competing in other countries along down the road
2: wow, wow i sounds think really exciting sorry <laughs> no yeah i i i agree with kim it sounds exciting and i feel like you're really going to make an impact
0: mm-hmm. on um, the children
2: yeah on the children yeah. so i'm excited for them and mm-hmm. um what about the language? How are you going to
0: be able to communicate
2: with you? Oh,
0: is the language Spanish? I was going to ask that.
1: So that's a really good question. Um, the The main language out there is English because oh. of um, who they were conquered by years ago before they gained independence. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But they there is a large, pop- actually a growing population that speaks Spanish out there um, mm-hmm. because... A lot of the, the regions go back to, like, Mayan. Mm-hmm. Um, and because there's a continued, like, a progressing amount of individuals, especially kids, from what I've read online, coming from Guatemala to Belize to go oh, yeah. to school. Um, huh. and, and even immigrating over to Belize from Guatemala. And then we'll also be working on learning um, Creole dialect, So I don't know if that's considered, I don't think it's considered a language, but like a dialect. Mm -hmm. Um, and so actually the first, so the first three, about the first three months out there is when you arrive is pre-service training. And, um, so that's basically all day for like four days a week. And half of the day during every week, you're going to be doing language training Mm -hmm. um, because maybe we'll be in a region that's located along the border of Guatemala. And um, so it's going to be constant training on um, Spanish and Creole dialect. So Mm -hmm. I hear it's pretty intense because out here, unfortunately, our our uh, language classes are not um, not quite as consistent, like maybe especially in college, it's. At the most, three days a week. Yeah. Um, but over there, it will be four hours a day, and you'll be doing, like, plays in in Spanish, um, doing presentations that will be due, like, four hours later, not a week later.
0: Wow. <laughs> this one's intense. Yeah. I know. <laughs> That's kind of cool that you're going to learn, like, a dialect. So you're going to learn another language. That's pretty cool. My other question was talking about Peace Corp and all of this and your journey that is soon to come, how can people apply for this and how's like the application journey with this? Yeah. um, Since I'm sure it's like competitive.
1: Yeah. They say that it's, I mean, when you Google it, they say that it's pretty competitive. Um, I think most programs you have much higher chance if you've, um, if an individual has completed college, Uh, maybe coming right out of college there are other programs where you could be in college um, but for this one if you've completed a bachelor's degree that really helps and um, so you just go onto the website and start going through the application process but first you would look at what sector you want so they have like youth development um, health sector which could be everything from. And then you'll look at by country, how that goes, because a lot of countries are all the way from health education to, like, sanitation. So those are quite different. Um, There's agriculture. So I'd say somebody should look over the exact um, country and sector that they want to do. Or you can also have a little bit of higher chances by um, not picking your country. And they will put you where volunteers are most needed um but on your essay if you do pick the country and your um, sector they will have you write an essay and you just write different how your experiences make you qualified for the position basically
2: Mm -hmm. and did you choose belize
1: yeah yes so i chose belize um I was kind of between three different countries. Um, Which one was? Well, it was, was it? between uh, Guatemala, Belize, okay. and Peru.
0: Mm. Um, oh, Peru would have been perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yes, funny.
1: Um, but I did not. I actually applied two years ago also. Oh. Um, and I didn't know much about Peru at that point. And I knew some people who had... Well, I looked at the... The job description out there and it was sanitation and that just like didn't excite me too much mm-hmm. um but then i've looked at volunteer reviews out there and they do uh, enjoy the country a lot because they say the cities are pretty similar to the united states um and then with guatemala when you volunteer through the peace corps they have a curfew of being home by dark so that just seemed like it would be more strict than um a country that doesn't have a curfew Mm-hmm. So I they have a
0: curfew for the volunteers?
1: Yes. So, oh. Something about maybe the area that they're volunteering in and well, the, maybe. the yeah, risks yeah. that they've encountered. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and I just, a, like many years ago, I wanted to go volunteer in like across the world, maybe Africa or something. But then now I wanted to be a little bit closer and somewhere where you could more likely go back more often when you... Um, even when your volunteer program is over, maybe you want to go back and see the places where you were living.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. it can be very sentimental, like like mm-hmm. just going back and seeing how much it has improved, and um, or just like reflecting back, like like what you did in the past. And it's it's an amazing opportunity, I would say. Um, but I'm just curious. Do you know anyone else who participated in Peace Corps or are you just going in? So, um, I
1: had, when, around when I applied, I had a cousin that applied and she um, actually pulled out, like, her application about a month before leaving. I think she got a job that she was pretty interested in and decided to stay last minute. That was going to be going to Africa and then I know somebody else that's a lot older than me and went actually to africa many years ago like mm-hmm. 20 years ago um and they got malaria over there and what's wait malaria what's that it's a disease <gasps> that um, i think you get commonly through insects oh yeah Ooh, mosquitoes. yeah
2: so malaria i think the insects lay their eggs in in you and
1: they well they travel they carry the disease right 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 so i think this individual took down their um insect net to use it for something else and then they got they got malaria but now they have malaria pills and stuff um oh. and then my dad's friend's daughter volunteered somewhere in um the middle east so i spoke with her a little bit but honestly i heard a lot of um more honest information through reddit <laughs> and and i met a couple when i was in uh santa cruz that told me a little bit more Mm. honest information because people
0: can be pretty vague yeah that is true wait is the peace corps a whole like is it just u.s based i think it is yeah yeah oh okay yeah it says that you have to be a u.s citizen to apply Mm, okay and how
1: long is this program so it's two years and um where you will be placed and but the first three months when you arrive is training so mm-hmm. that's before you're actually so they like have a sworn in um mm-hmm. ceremony mm-hmm. where you're actually becoming an official volunteer and i think that's more after when you complete your training and your um half of the training is also like education and history on the culture in the community
0: mm-hmm.
1: before you go to the community you'll be working in
0: yeah and you recently found out that you got in right
1: Um, So I actually found out a while ago that I got in and then they um, said that they the organization said that they would be first taking those that were sent home during covid
0: Mm.
1: because there was a cohort that was sent home about um, halfway through their um, their process out there because of covid. And then everything, it took a while for the Peace Corps to restart send their volunteers back out to their countries of service. And um, so I had to wait a while. And they were mm-hmm. like, do you want us to consider you for the next cohort? So I said yes because um, you always want to have your opportunities there. You can always say no.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and you can say no all the way up till the day that you leave. So I just always kept it open as a yes. Mm-hmm.
0: And then now it's definitely... And then I fully decided a few weeks ago. Oh. And how, <laughs> what are the emotions? <laughs> how do you feel leaving? Um,
1: it's definitely pretty scary, um, especially just because a couple years went by after my application. So at that point, um, it was 2021. COVID was finishing up. Everyone was kind of doing their own thing. Um I had newly moved into my own place, um, and now I'm a little bit more situated with my life, so it's a big difference um, when you have a, uh, like a flow and a pattern in your lifestyle. So um, now we're all in 2023, so we've gotten a little bit more settled into the life after covid Mm -hmm. and then you're being kind of uprooted again
2: (laughs) wait so you applied in 2021 but you had to reapply again so they left my application there um
1: so i didn't really reapply they just kept it in the system Mm. and um they would send periodic emails um i would say that the communication with like government abroad programs are not um, the best. I've heard this about like um, Fulbright or there's another abroad organization. Um, So I would get periodic emails every couple months Mm. saying like, um, (coughs) we are um, considering sending a cohort for this date. And then that date was actually changed to four months later
2: um yeah and yeah sorry and you said that okay you said that your life has been settling in but you're going on this 2 year volunteer trip how how are you considering like your future career goals um when you like come back or anything that you plan ahead that might might change because of this trip that you're going um
1: well, I definitely – with my career goals, I want to keep, like, my eggs in all baskets, um, not just this organization. Like, yes, you'll gain experience, but um, living in a metropolitan area like the Bay Area, you kind of have to, like, for example, volunteer at multiple places. Um, when you're applying for a job or a program, they want to see that you haven't just been doing one thing the whole time. Um So really the only difference it will have is that career wise is that um, my job with the state right now will um, it will pause the amount of uh, years that I get counting over there because that builds up towards state state jobs build up towards a pension. Um, And I, I mean, so it won't make too much of a difference. Because I'll be volunteering over there, so. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And um, so when you come back, are you? I know you said that you were like thinking of getting your doctorates, or is it? Yeah.
1: So I'm actually Fresh. um considering strongly considering going to back to school for my um masters in social work in MSW, mm-hmm. and um kind of touching on the last question, so. Um, To keep all the options open, I'm planning on sending out that application, at least for the first time. You never know what happens um, with choices, and these programs can be pretty small. Um, Sending out my application this coming school year for the um, when the application opens, Mm -hmm. which will be in October. And um, there's definitely Wi-Fi in Belize. (laughs) But... um, so I would find out next spring if I get upset accepted. So I'm planning on applying to a couple different programs, but hoping for San Jose State, which is um, where I actually went for my bachelor's. And um, so I would find out in the spring if I got accepted. And then um, I would more than likely come back for that program since um, all of my experience has led me to doing that type of professional work.
0: mm mm-hmm. And you don't – so you're going to plan on – you're kind of planning to end the trip early in a way. Um, So the thing is,
1: even if I came back early, I would still get the experience.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the only – I mean, one of the main big drawbacks is that it could have an effect on the community um, because doing these type of volunteer programs, you don't want to just think, oh, I'm going out there to – use them and get experience. Um, I'm not sure since I'm not out there yet what the effect would be leaving. Um, right, be- Luckily, I'd be able to leave after they complete their school year because we work in um, collaboration like at the same time as the school year over there. Mm. Um, so at least I would have completed one school year over there um, with the children. But yeah, that's one of the worries and one of the... Um, one of... One problem with leaving early would be kind of abandoning a community. Mm -hmm. But I will be, no matter what, leaving in a couple years. So um, that's something to look into. But I definitely have a big passion for um, social work. Mm
2: -hmm. I think, at least for me, I I see that you're opening your options. And I think even if you do one year... Um, I think, I think that's a good idea for me personally, because you get the experience of how it was volunteering in Belize. And if you do get into your mat, your master's for social work, um, you're going to have that experience already of volunteering in a different place. And it's just, it's a different experience in volunteering here Mm -hmm. just because it's a different environment, a different community, different dialect or language. And I think it's really cool just to meet new people, um, and just learn from their perspectives because everyone has unique perspectives. So it's really nice that you're being very courageous to go to a different country. Mm-hmm. Because, Thank you. Yeah. Cause not a lot of people decide to go to a different country yeah. and, and work, even volunteer. <laughs> so it's really nice to see that you're willing to do that, um, but that's because you're passionate about it, so.
1: Yeah, definitely, and um, even I would be able to come back with the experience of living somewhere else because I can't really say, um, like, I've been around many different populations, but I can't say that I've put myself to live in, like, um, anywhere outside of the Bay Area, really, and to actually live with two different families. um, That will be an experience, and... To um, share my experiences and get to like learn the way that the way that life works out there, mm-hmm. um, and to live at that level, like to reduce my um, all the needs that we have out here will be different.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think it molds your character just like by all these perspectives and life experiences that you go through. And I just wanted to ask since you did say that your life is already like here it's already settled i know you're in a relationship so (laughs) how are you gonna manage that because for me when i hear that you're gonna be out for two
0: years it's like i I know i feel like i couldn't (laughs) like maybe a few months but i don't know yeah um yeah
1: well a lot of it's it's funny a lot of people ask um so are you guys gonna break up like as if it's like a mathematical equation, um, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, like that's so awkward.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, like this isn't just like a job I'm quitting. Um, like, mm-hmm. uh, um, so I did a lot of, well, I did a lot of research, like more Reddit again, like asking people or seeing who volunteered or I like Googled who is like a Peace Corps volunteer or an international volunteer. Or I'm part of these um, groups on Facebook for other women that travel abroad and do short, short periods of work abroad or travel for a couple months. And I've seen the question or seen where couples talk about how they travel abroad. And um, at least I'm a little bit older than just like straight out of college. Mm-hmm. And um, I can say that we're... I can say that you definitely have to be stable in your relationship. It's not like I've experienced this yet. Um, So it's not from firsthand experience of going and succeeding. But Mm -hmm. I think that if you just push along, um, that's what I'm thinking. Um, Mm -hmm. And I have a very encouraging boyfriend that doesn't want, you wouldn't want to stay and do it skip experiences no matter what it is, whether it's taking a job somewhere that's moving even an hour away. Um, You wouldn't want to be like, oh yeah, I had the experience to go a summer in like New York City or somewhere. Um, But that passed up because I was in a relationship. So -hmm. I definitely think people would skip even a summer. Um, But yeah, even being apart for like a few days is tough. So I'll have to just not be like, a whiny girlfriend <laughs> um and they they were clear with us that we'll be able to like FaceTime and the internet is fine over there for the most part mm-hmm. um and That's- I'll be coming back and I have gotten perspective from other people who have made it work like people um people I volunteered with and people um other individuals out here in Marin that have made a long distance relationship work because so if one thing, if there was no, if I were taking a full-time job, um, across the country, I would have different thoughts, but, um, or in another country, anything, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. So this Mm -hmm. is temporary. I only have a visa for a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. It's not recommended to just start working out there without, um, a program that comes from the United States because it's it's pretty impoverished country and it's hard to hard to make it. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely coming back. I have family here, so it's I um, would have a different perspective if I were moving permanently, but I'm coming back. So mm-hmm. just wait. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just have them wait, wait for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh. I'm but i'm rooting rooting for you guys thanks
1: it it is very sad though yeah i feel like just push past the the sadness
0: yeah
2: (laughs) i think you're you're very mature in 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 like your relationship and i feel like you already have that uh, let's say um like positive attitude Mm -hmm. that you're gonna make it through and Mm -hmm. i think that's what really counts within a relationship that you guys both believe that you guys are gonna make it through Um, and it's just a temporary, um, experience Mm -hmm. and I like how you advocate how you should go out to different experiences and not have like be tied down to a certain place because of your partner. Um, and it goes both ways with, um, both the guy and the girl or, or whatever the relationship is, Mm -hmm. um. That you guys are not tied down to a certain place, but, like, are open and trust each other to go to different places.
1: Yeah, I definitely think you have to have trust to do anything like that. Because um it would be a, um, like, just imagine the experience, uh, how that would be if there was not trust in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd be constantly worried, um, constantly, like, just concerned
0: yeah so um i feel like trust yeah exactly i feel like like as you guys said like you have to have a partner that's willing to push you to do something and not holding you back i like that
1: yeah Mm -hmm. so i don't i wouldn't i would not as much everyone should do what they feel that they want to do for sure not listen to others opinions but Mm -hmm. um if this were somebody just starting in college or myself probably starting in college straight out of high school or something, I would not recommend it as much because you change, a, for one thing, you change a lot um, just doing any e program but also you change a lot in those early 20s years.
2: Mm-hmm. And um, I feel that I'm like in my early 20s and I feel like I'm like rediscovering myself and just like owning my skin too.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I changed a lot. And your goals change everything. Mm-hmm. But you grow. Am, mm-hmm. yeah, but I am 30. So I have <laughs> ideas for my future. Mm-hmm. And those. those kind
0: of change with your age. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, now we are gonna head into announcements. And then we're gonna resume our talk. Okay, our my first announcement is our career fair which is hosted by us, Tay Radio and our career fair is on august 3rd from 4 p.m to 7 p.m and then you can rsvp at our website um the multicultural center and just click tay radio and the career fair is meant for youth ages uh 14 to 25 to come network with local organizations and just get connections internships job opportunities whatever you need we have that and we'll be having food and it's gonna be a good time and a way for you to get connections you want to add anything to that Anneli?
2: yeah so we had the open mic today but it is canceled today so just wanted to um let you guys know that and the reservation rsvp is optional but it's highly recommended so we encourage you guys to reserve um just so we have an idea of how much people are coming and we are well prepared
0: Mm -hmm. that's all Yeah, okay, thank you. And that's all for our announcements for today. And now we'll be co- uh, coming back and talking, sorry, uh, more to Lindsay about her volunteer experiences and how that has impacted her life and changed her life in some ways. And my first question is, how long have you been volunteering??
1: Um, I guess I've been volunteering for well on and off for about 10 years
2: wow it's a long time yeah the years pass away (laughs) (laughs) and how did it like how did i well did it start with school like did you start volunteering your your volunteer journey because of like school requirements
1: yeah i would say at first um it started with school but i my school did not require volunteering i wish it did um because there would probably be more opportunities then I really just wanted to like do enhance my high school experience. Mm-hmm. I was going to school every day, doing the typical classes: history, English, math. Um, it was the same thing every day. Along with sports, was the only exciting thing. So I wanted to get out into the community, meet anyone outside of those that I went to school with since like some people since I was five years old. So um, volunteer like broadened my community. Volunteering broadened my compu- community. Even though back then in high school it was just um, Red Cross Club and LinkedIn or link something uh, linked something club mm-hmm. um, and it was like a volunteer interconnect or something and that was like a volunteer group.
2: Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. I think, at least for me, when you say that you're you are looking to be part of a community. I think of the youth today, and I know a lot, just a lot of people like, a lot of youth like to stay at home and watch movies or um, be on their phone or just don't want to socialize. And it's interesting because a lot just, a lot of them just do volunteer for volunteer hours. And obviously, I don't want to speak for every youth, but I see that it's like a trend on that, and I think it's there's like some effects with um, the pandemic because a lot of youth were just staying at home, and it caused a lot of social anxiety. And I I just want to personally say that for for that, like we have a community where you shouldn't be afraid of speaking for yourself. And there shouldn't be no judgment in our community. We should all embrace ourselves um, in our own uniqueness. And I, when I hear your story of like, you really want to go to the community, it's really nice to hear that because you really feel like the warmth and the love of other people, just like getting to know them. And I think it's really cool how you, you thought of that like when you were younger in your younger ages?
1: Yeah, I think um, because growing up in the Bay Area, there's a little bit less of, sometimes there's less of a connection because there's, um, everyone's commuting to go somewhere. Um, There's so many different cities. It's not really small town type of area. So um, the best way I think in the Bay Area is to, or other big cities is to find where you can um, help out and, Help, help together, come together
0: on mm-hmm. projects or things. Where are places you've volunteered? I'm sure it's a lot, but, like, where are like, the biggest. So <laughs> like- I've, I've
1: always um, thought I should volunteer at more places, but that's kind of hard when you work um, full-time, mm-hmm. too. Um, well, back when I was in junior college, I was doing, like, um, Habitat for Humanity, and, um, but when I was in like junior college or high school it was more <clears throat> or even getting my bachelor's in San Jose it was more temporary volunteering so it would be like a few months at a time mm-hmm. and I was just thinking today like really you should go for the experience not exactly the hours mm-hmm. um, because for one thing the experience is what's what you'll be able to talk about down the road and if you just get like I don't know a hundred... 100 hours, 80 hours, you're going to be filling the requirement, maybe, like, stopping in, taking your breaks on your phone, um, Mm -hmm. getting it done, really, and it'll be something on your resume, but you won't be able to talk about it to people too much. Um, So, I mean, Habitat for Humanity, but I can't say much about the individuals that were, like, a big part of that organization because I didn't really put in enough time to really get to know them. Mm -hmm. um i hung out with like or participated strongly with my friends that were volunteering in that group instead of meeting others too much that were already associated with that organization um and then like helped with a lot of um food distributions in san jose when i was um
2: going to school over there Mm -hmm. Um, and I know you have a lot of experience volunteering, but which one would you say, I mean, it might be a hard question, but what would be your favorite experience so far from volunteering that you would want to share?
1: Um, well, I've had the most experiences, of course, here at the Multicultural Center. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Roundtable um, pause. <laughs> no, I mean, but I was given the opportunity and at first in covid Um, When we couldn't see almost anyone and barely go outside and you had to limit your circle or whatever anyone wanted to call it Um, back then. And right before then, I started volunteering with the food distribution um, and stuck with it during COVID. So that made an impact because you're seeing almost nobody during COVID, at least in the height of it. Mm -hmm. But we still were serving people um, and also making connections Um, when you wouldn't really meet like the news or people that, you know, were talking about, oh, my child is like, can't see anyone. I'm their only friend or I'm only, I only get to see my parents. Um, but that was not the case for us volunteers. We got to have our social circle and people that were passionate about similar things, um, partaking in the community. So, um, I would say overall it's been the food distribution with um, the Multicultural Center that's been the best mm-hmm. because um, those that that like facilitate it really um, give you autonomy and are not just checking you off a list as a volunteer showing up, which is what I experienced a lot in the past at other food distributions that I helped at which I understand, like, it's a very chaotic, um, busy time at a food distribution, getting the food unloaded, being safe at the same time, and meeting new faces. Um, But we're lucky to have a lot of the same faces Mm -hmm. um, volunteering at the food distribution and people that want to get to know those that they're um, serving the food to and not just clocking in, like, a day off of work to go volunteer. Um, so we've had a lot of experiences there and I've been able to do the projects I came up with and be creative on my own through food distribution, which is pretty unique.
2: Yeah. I would say, um, volunteering just makes you more humble in a way of like sharing that you're appreciated of what you have in life Mm -hmm. and being able to offer it to someone, um, your help. Uh, without like being like without charging anyone, but like just doing it because you want to help. It it comes from from your heart. Mm-hmm. I feel like just like you wanting to volunteer and meet new people. It's it's amazing to see that from you. And I think MCM is is because of MCM because of you, because MCM represents a whole group of people, and you're included in it. Um, even including all the volunteers in the food pantry. Um, it's just everyone makes their own part of how to represent MCM, and, mm-hmm. and I'm really glad that you were able to volunteer at the food pantry. I'm sure you did a, a great impact, and I know um is going to miss. Uh, and I know a lot of people in the food pantry is going to miss you. Mm-hmm. Cause you're not going to be here for two years. Yeah. So
1: Well, I can't wait to... <laughs> come back because it's it's pretty much always a great experience yeah but yeah it's I mean it humbles you but it also makes you feel like you can be yourself because of volunteering because you see other people that may um like it it could be anyone that that needs food one day um I mean especially these days after COVID we can't I don't know like unless you're making really great money. You, It's very hard to afford to go to the grocery store and spend $150 mm-hmm. for like a week's worth of food mm-hmm. that does not fill up a cart.
0: Um, mm-hmm.
1: So you can feel like like it's okay to be yourself after volunteering because it's not weird to need help sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's not right. weird to to need maybe clothes sometimes when a, cl- a piece of clothing is going for like $30 and you're making less than that an hour or just to need some fresh food because mm-hmm. you go to the store and you see that some of those ingredients that we hand out at food distribution are really expensive mm-hmm. and um, we're trying to preach for people to be healthy but we need to make it affordable mm-hmm. it shouldn't be a privilege to be healthy
0: yeah. yeah I sorry I wanted to touch on volunteering as well I I personally really love volunteering. I feel like it's, you make a lot of connections. And aside from that, you stay humble. And that makes me also think like when you're helping someone from like the job that I have now, I work at a nursing home and it really like helps me like see like, like how grateful I am. And it like, sometimes like seeing the people who are there it kind of makes me sad because a lot of them have like different diseases and like they're going through certain things and it just helps me stay really humble and like appreciated of like where I am now and like the people around me and their health so yeah oh and I also wanted to highlight something that Lindsay has been doing um at the food pantry she would always bring in diapers for a lot of families and she would give those out which Diapers can obviously just be really expensive, and yeah, I just wanted to appreciate her on that. <laughs> and she always oh, and she also always brings in books, and um, she gives them out and she reads to the kids. She reads to them in Spanish and everything. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah, I try. <laughs> that's really nice yeah. that you read in Spanish. It's
2: pretty cool. Well,
1: that's the thing. Like you can um, at, at your place of work, you have your set duties that are in the job description. And, um, maybe in your volunteer work, you're able to really go out and do the work that you, um, can be creative and want to try out there. Um, mm-hmm. so it's, it's, a, a great benefit of volunteering. Yeah. But, um, I was given the opportunity instead of in college, like you do one project, I have the opportunity to come up maybe once a month and do a project we want to do, um, in the community. And... Um, yeah, I'll have, uh, some baby formula that I'm going to bring for the Saturday at food distribution. Oh, for real? There's really so many resources in the community. Yeah, and, there really is. Um, it just takes like kind of a middleman to go out there and get the items. And I don't mind going and driving and getting some, mm-hmm. some items from maybe a clinic that wants to donate diapers or formula and just bringing it to where the, the need is, mm-hmm. um, and people ask like, "Oh, are you still a volunteer? Like, why are you going this weekend?" Like, and I'm—I was thinking on my way here, like I should tell them, like, try it out, and you'll find out why.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's really nice um, that you have this time to tell us a lot of your experiences before you leave. Um, when exactly are you leaving? <laughs> well,
1: so near the week. I will be catching some sort of plane on, uh, <laughs> some sort of, plane. yeah, they didn't see Don't the communication. The they <laughs> did not send me the, the flight info yet on September 3rd. Um, yeah. so I also, uh, work from home right now and I will be quitting that job, um,
0: in about a week and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So. so you got some planning to do. Oh, what is your situation with like your living and like your apartment and all that? That's what I want to know since you're like leaving that as well. I'm sure you're not taking everything.
1: So I'll pretty much be um, subleasing my place as long as I can, my apartment. Um, so it's definitely an easier thing to do, easier way to do international programs for a long period of time is if you live with your parents. Um, but I don't. Um, so I'll be subleasing it and luckily my apartment came majority furnished Mm. Um, and I'll be boxing up some things trying to part ways with some with my clothes as much as I can (laughs) and give that away Um, like tomorrow at food distribution oh that's nice Um, um, and we will see because I have about a month to
0: pack it up Mm what are you taking specifically because <laughs> then uh,
1: or like how much are you allowed to take so you're allowed to take two um like two duffel bags like two type of bags that you'll be check checked bags and you're allowed to take a carry-on and you're allowed to take a personal item mm. so um so far What's your plan so far um i will be taking a personal item that's a backpack that I figured could carry also a weekend outfit because sometimes you go to um, the capital or different cities for like a tournament or a award ceremony. Um, so I got that backpack. Pretty much everything I get used that I will be traveling with, um, and I will be bringing a carry on that's like a um, slightly similar to a backpacker's backpack, but not quite as fitted like that. Another bag that I actually was able to, um, somebody was giving away. Um, And I will be checking at least one bag. Um, Probably not the best candidate, but for this type of thing in this way, that I'm very attached to things. So um, I'll bring as much clothes and like something that represents California. And... um, are Maybe you... like a little, a little like hand fan to because it's going to be extremely hot there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, In my toiletries, trees and um, I don't know. Are so, you bringing somebody... any pots? Oh, so pots um, or pans? <laughs> you know, actually, I do. Um, I I did. I was at the ninety nine cent store and bought some utensil plastic, mm. like the washable, reusable plastic utensils. Mm. They'll be bringing. And if I can bring like a pot, I would, or like a pan, um, whatever. Would they fit. not supply
0: that? Like the.
1: So the family you live in at first, they'll have all that. But after that, a few, couple months later, you have the opportunity to get your own place.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: they'll give you the place, but you have to like have some, some items that you want. So
0: do they um, rent that or do you?
1: They do, or they give you like a certain expense that, for you mm. to find it. Oh, okay. it's not out of your pocket the money. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, And you know, I'll probably they. I've actually seen people recommend you bring some spices that you like with you. Oh yeah, that you already cook with. <laughs> um, we like our ranch here in California, so you're gonna take some ranch maybe. Oh, <laughs>
2: um, well, there's like those ranch powders. So oh yeah,
1: true. Maybe that's, that's a really easy. good idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it doesn't spill. So it right, doesn't yeah. explode in the <laughs> yeah back. yeah. Um, well, I'll be bringing some water shoes, mm-hmm. and um, they say that really you can find almost everything over there. Mm. What is the weather like over there? So it's really tropical,
0: Bay- um,
1: oh. and we're like- coming into the rainy season,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: a light jacket. It's To me, it sounds a lot different than here in the Bay Area. Um, so another reason why I'll be coming back, I'll be moving back in a couple years,
0: um, wait why for the weather here oh <laughs> like <laughs> um i know that like guatemala has like heavy rain
2: it is but it just depends on the area that you
0: live because
2: they're like in the coast it's really hot and humid mm-hmm. and then like more up in the middle it's like cold
1: yeah they say for the most part it's gonna be very humid Mm, um, yeah. I
0: don't like sticky
1: humid weather. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan either. But I'll give it a shot, and then permanently live somewhere that's got the fog and
0: yeah,
2: by
1: the ocean over
2: but, here. But so, have you like you experienced like living in a different country before?
1: Um, like, traveling. So not really. I have spent a few weeks in um, in like Guatemala or not Guatemala in Guadalajara in like the suburbs of. Or like the country area near mm-hmm. Guadalajara, like next to mm-hmm. Park, um, and that. Which I mean, that was really just a short period of time, but I wasn't in a hotel at all those times that I was there, mm-hmm. and so I got to experience um, almost nobody speaking English around me. Um, yeah. Definitely, people people think that you go to um, Mexico and there will be always people that speak (laughs) English, but Uh not where I went. There was, it was about one out of 50 where I was. So that was pretty isolating. Um, but I really didn't, I think people would expect you to like, Oh, be rushing back to the United States. Um, it wasn't, it was overall a good experience. Mm -hmm. And then I have been to peru but i didn't i stayed in hotels half the time and mm-hmm. um i have not really actually lived anywhere abroad mm-hmm. um so that will be a really big change
2: mm-hmm. that, that's so cool honestly for me when when i hear about that it just reminds me of me when i go to guatemala um i recently went like in january and i was with my um i went with my friend and it was my first time going alone without my family because usually I go with my mom and my sisters um, but I went with my f- my friend and it was a really cool and unique experience I I went there to her house and um, we had to take cold showers so mm-hmm. that was something that I wasn't used to I would always I always like take warm showers and so I had to get used to um taking the cold showers and we had to cook outside Mm -hmm. um so we would cook plantains and we also had to clean um like the mops were just different we would just use like a broom and then make a hole in a towel and just put on the towel on top of the broom and then just mop Mm -hmm. and then just like wash out the towel and so It was a very unique experience. I felt like I did a lot of work and Mm -hmm. it was very different from my type of work because usually I just do more computer, computer administrative work, I guess you can say. And uh, it was more hands on work for me going to Guatemala. So Mm -hmm. it was a very unique experience, but I enjoyed it. I, I think it makes me very grateful for the experience that I have here and the opportunities i have here so mm-hmm.
1: yeah mm-hmm. i had an experience a little bit like that when when i went to mexico it was quite different than here like um there was not even a cold shower like you just boiled your water and then you would put it in into a bucket and then um pour yourself. <laughs> i remember i was kind of cold so i just stood into my i walked got into my bucket and just stood there so at <laughs> least like part of me would be warm <laughs> and then you kind of like pour it over yourself a little bit mm-hmm. and definitely uh big differences with the bathroom yeah so that could be i would say research the bathroom situations before um septic is not like the same as here um so that was like it was a lot different, but I wasn't complaining because it was, it was warm. So yeah, it was slightly warm. So if it was freezing, I had to do the, the bucket shower thing. That would be trouble, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. So I was like, I'll be back home in like a week. Mm-hmm. But could you imagine moving to For where you were <laughs> or, or permanently whatever, where you were visiting?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. M i know yeah you're like i want my bed yeah i was like i I feel like i would be like totally just like homesick and like i don't know i feel like also in humid weather i just feel sick overall yeah and then okay we're about to end we have like two minutes left and i have like one more question for you lindsay Okay. It's like kind of three-ish. Okay. Okay, What are you most like excited for and like most scared of at the same time? And then the other question is what is something you'd want to say for someone who wants to volunteer?
1: Okay. I'm most excited for, um, working on, um, learning languages better than having a bigger opportunity to learn language a little bit more than here. Mm -hmm. Um, and for, really seeing the culture out there and getting to visit areas um all different areas that you probably won't see as just a tourist um scared of yes uh that would be just of like definitely missing home and people and being um the times i'll probably be crying uh, (laughs) then for people for volunteering what i recommend Mm-hmm. Um, I would say just go for it, like reach out to whatever organization you see, you're driving down the street and there's like, you see a lot of them. There's the Ritter Center, um, mm-hmm. all kinds of things. Go in, grab an application to apply, to volunteer and just like finish it as soon as you can, not like a week later. Mm-hmm. Turn it in right there on the spot and just start, start volunteering, even if it's one day a week.
0: So okay. go for it. Okay. Thank you. That's all for today's show. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for being on the show. We. Have you back on sometime soon when you come back? Mm-hmm. We'll miss you. <laughs> bye
2: bye. Bye.